DJ Willie Do. Ones and twos. We got a guest today. <laughs> it's been much talked about. Talked about many times. That eventually someone would be sitting in that spot right there. Because I don't know, man. We published a lot of episodes. But I the goal was always to meet people, have conversations. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there's, there's that guy. Hey. That's Peter McKinnon. <laughs> What's up, man? There he is. Now, we did have in the past, we had Dave Lee come on, but I screwed the whole thing up. Chatter, chatter, chatter. You know, I messed it up. And so my goal here today is to give you the room you need to breathe. <laughs> my goal here today is to let the people know about who Peter McKinnon is. Man, I feel so honored. Because I feel like the people, they need to know. I mean, I'm happy for them to know. So why don't we kick it off with how it all started? Back, <laughs> back. Uh, you want to go? <laughs> How'd well, you get onto YouTube, man? What happened, dude? By accident. I always tell people I was a Vimeo guy. Oh. Yeah, I used to think YouTube. I was like, that's not where artists go. Mm. Vimeo is where artists go. A Vimeo elitist. Yeah. So can I it, just thought it was better resolution. The UI was nicer. The graphics looked more modern and updated. Then I didn't pay my subscription one year, and they held all my videos hostage. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I deleted You're it like, all. You're like, those cool artist types were <laughs> yeah. also gangsters. Yeah. But you have a bunch of like private videos and stuff up there, and literally, if you don't pay your subscription, they're like, if you want to access your stuff again, you got to pay us. Right. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. And so a friend of mine... Said you should just, you know, if you want someone, the key word, I remember him specifically saying, if you want people to actually see what you're making, put it on YouTube. I guess that was some good advice, would you say? Yeah, worked out. Shout out friend. Yeah, Chris Ramsey. Oh. The puzzle guy. You know what? I'd love to have him on as oh, well. The puzzle guy. On. He'd be here in a minute. Can you put us in touch or what? Absolutely. Look at that. Another Because yeah. it's another Toronto guy. How about he's, Toronto? Shout out Toronto. Shout out Toronto. He's from Montreal. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but he's here a lot. And uh, yeah, one of my good friends, we still collaborate on stuff. I'm calling him every day. We FaceTime all the time. And he really uh, took this puzzle thing to the next level. I never knew puzzles could be like this. Me neither. Uh, another shout out to Chris Ramsey is my kids love his videos. Oh, that's so awesome. They would get a kick out of it as well. Yeah. Maybe you could bring one over here. Solve it. And I could fail to solve it because it looks like it. I mean, it's quite a thing. Yeah. So how did you get hooked up with him or how did you? So Chris and I are both magicians and we worked for a company that created magic and sold magic to other magicians crazy this is a ridiculous story right yeah here. so we would come up with tricks lease tricks off different artists buy the rights off tricks for diff off different artists design products decks of cards i think actually the company sent you one way back in the day is this fire flamethrower thing what is going this on this wrist mounted flamethrower thing okay yes do I you remember, remember that this. yes anyway You're we our company came up with that and we would just make magic and sell it to the masses. And this is the one. That's the one. Yeah. There it is. Four years ago. Wrist mounted flamethrower. Look at young Lou right there. That's me, buddy. Few, few less gray hairs in the beard over there. And just playing with what was it called? Pyro. Yeah. 
Pyro Mini. That was the small one. Pyro Mini. Yeah. Conceal and, that under your under your wrist. Bam. TSA. Won't okay, even see it wait coming. Wait a second here. Wait just a second. <laughs> Blowing your mind. You were you worked for this company at that moment? Yeah. And you were like, hey, we should uh, I, send this to YouTubers? Our marketing guy was like, there's this dude online that unboxes stuff. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I think he's actually in Toronto. It's like, oh, that's cool. We should send him one of these. Do you know him? And I was like, I don't know everyone that lives in Toronto. <laughs> no. But it is interesting, the thing, the way you said that. How you said, he's actually in Toronto. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, that guy's actually in Toronto? What? I, mean, I just did it to poor Chris Ramsey. Even yeah. He's in Montreal. He's probably yeah, very, he very upset with what I said. <laughs> But it actually does happen. Yeah. There's a, quite a, a few cool people around here, and you and I are like, whatever, five minutes apart. Yeah. Which is also ridiculous. I could one wheel here. But it, it also means that you can show up, you can be on this show. Yeah. Which is cool. It's, it's going to happen. All right, so... So we sent you the flamethrower. Mm -hmm. uh, there was one day, Chris and I were standing in San Diego, and we were just both talking about, you know, wanting to take our creative lives into our own hands. How do we do that? And, and he was saying, I have about 37,000 subscribers on YouTube. I was like, whoa, what does that mean? He's like, I don't know, but I feel like I could maybe monetize it somehow and make it a job. And I remember at the point thinking, I don't know, man, that sounds kind of risky. Like, do you remember what year that would have been? It would have been 2015, mm -hmm. 2015, maybe mm -hmm. into 2016. Uh, it wasn't until 2017, maybe, or the end of 2016, we both quit the same weekend. And we both started uploading. And within, I would say, several months, we were both over 300,000 subscribers. Now, were the both of you communicating as this, as you were undertaking this new yeah. endeavor? So it was like a lot of back and forth. What are you doing and seeing? And check this out. This site will do captions for you. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Why do we need captions? And oh, thumbnails work better this way or this way. And it was kind of like really cool to actually have a friend who was going through it at the same time. And still to this day, we're pretty we're pretty close mm. so it's been nice to to have that person and so what were you uploading back then 2015 2015 2016 that's my office that was my old home it was all in my bedroom all in my spare bedroom at home that's where i was uploading everything i was doing camera tutorials i just thought i'm, I'm really good at teaching stuff because i was teaching magicians how to do tricks so i was like i'll just teach people how to use cameras and a lot of people thought like well you've got a good knack for this you're really you're really good at communicating things, making them clear and, and entertaining to watch. And a lot of the tutorials online and things that you were seeing online were dull, really boring stuff that would just put you to sleep. So I thought, okay, I can come in and add some entertainment value to these styles of videos and actually teach people modern techniques in a modern way from someone who I think is modern, who they would maybe relate to more so than what's out there now. And, and it worked fast. I uploaded one video it went viral. I sent it everywhere. I remember emailing it to like, dig. What was, it, what, what was the name of this video? Eight camera hacks in 90 seconds was the first video that popped off. Sounds good enough to me. Yeah. It wasn't uh, with even, a name like that. It wasn't even 90 seconds. I'm pretty sure I got the math wrong on that. Probably why it worked actually. <laughs> yeah. But that was the first one I did. And uh, it was just some things. I remember on, I was on a Skype call with Chris and he was like, you should make the thumbnail holding the knife up to the lens because that'll trigger a lot of people and it'll make them want to click on it. Mm -hmm. So the thumbnail for that is me holding a knife to the lens, which is like, why, why, would, you do, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. And I think that mm. spawned a whole series of, of videos like this 
other people holding matches up to lenses and holding things you shouldn't hold up to lenses. And it worked and it was great. So I kind of got my start doing that. And I was always mixing vlogs in because I wanted to show that personality side as well as didn't want it to all just be behind my set, talking cameras, everything, screen recording, screen capture software. I wanted to show myself as well and show a bit of my life and my interests and the things that I was into and, and put those techniques to, to use to show like, yeah, I can do these things too. This is what it would look like. And then I could take tidbits from those videos and teach them. And it would just kind of go back and forth and, and feed each other. I mean, there was a moment there as well where it was just the vlog thing was hot as yeah. well. I mean, we were talking about Casey prior to shooting, yeah. like when he was doing the everyday thing and then anybody who was publishing videos on YouTube was no, like noticed because yep. it was like, it wasn't just every day. It was every day with the edits and every day with the drone shots. And yeah. it was just, you're just the doing time the, lapses. You're just doing the math, right? Like, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how many hours you have. You got, did, did you find some extra hours or is there any life left over? Like, that's me watching yeah. it back then when yeah. it was every single day. I, I've never been able to do every single day. It's just too much. I was never able to commit to it like like he could, and I to this day I don't even know how he does it. I don't even think he knows how. He's like, dude, it was well, it was, it was for, a blur. It was a window, right? It was <laughs> yeah. a window, and uh, probably even himself uh, ask him at some point, but probably even himself, it was like he probably didn't imagine doing it forever like that. Like some of these means to an end kind of thing. Well, but also like. It, some of the ch most challenging things are te you know, temporary. Like yeah. you, you, you're not, you understand when you're in it mm -hmm. that it's not going to be the way it is forever. And it's always changing. Like I, we were talking about, like, I don't know how long I love vlogging, but like, I don't know how long I'll do it for. Like when I'm 40 years old, will I still be holding a camera, like walking through Walmart mm -hmm. talking to myself with, with my kids? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I like to think that this job allows me you know, the freedom to progress and try new things and evolve into new styles of content. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting as well, because like ultimately we had to make things on the platform that people want to see. Yeah. And we can't help, but like jump around the platform and see what people are watching. I mm -hmm. mean, you can't help not look at that. It's yeah. your livelihood. You got to you do your own research. You know what I mean? Do you ever, do you ever feel like you're trapped within what you specifically upload. Like I can only ever unbox things. That's it. Like if I try anything outside the box, bad pun, it won't work. I just build a box around myself <laughs> yeah. instead. So I'm boxes like, even, yeah, even if I don't have the box, I'm in the box. Yeah. So like <laughs> yeah. the box Finally. portion is satisfied. Oh, like there's got like you're like I've seen some of the, the creative man, takes on on mean. unboxings you've done. Like there's 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 got to be a spark in there that you're just thinking to yourself yeah. sometimes. Listen, can we do this different? Listen, man. There's no magic uh, uh, technique. There's no satisfactory way in which you're gonna constantly keep scratching that thing that you're gonna every like you're gonna go to work sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to go to At work. At the end of the day, it's still a job. Some, you know, and it, you don't have to really dread that. Like, look, a big part of my experience in this has been the excitement in the ride itself mm -hmm. of, like, watching the whole thing transpire. And certainly you want to put together 
a cool piece of content. But at the same time, you know, you got your own story going alongside it. Yeah. Which is like, in my case, some dude who doesn't know what he's going to do, wants to do. Some dude who like has this really bizarre background of experience in a thousand different things. Yeah. That like knows how to put a video online. Yeah. And then get on the roller coaster and then start riding. You know what I mean? (laughs) And every so often looking back at at the ground you covered. Yeah. And like anything beyond that, that I would tell you would be some sort of a, a hindsight version of how I got there. I had an interest in technology, you know, which drove the direction to a certain extent. But there's plenty of times along the way where I, I mean, I would say my de facto status on something that I publish is I hate that. I hate that thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. on to the next thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. Here's how that thing is screwed up or this thing is. I think I have a healthier relationship with it lately that like, that's, that's okay. Like sometimes it's work and, uh, it doesn't mean that you, you don't want to experiment, uh, because I do, but I'm not trying to make everything fit where it doesn't necessarily fit you Mm. know like that's the thing with channels you know i think i struggle with that channels 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 (laughs) like it's in the name right channel yeah i think we should have a healthier relationship with that start a channel kill a channel okay good i did a project put it down pick it up we're so good at picking it up yeah so bad at putting it down That voice inflection was just mint. <laughs> it's like you'd rehearse. Remember, that. I told you with the headphones. Yeah, earlier? dude, the headphones are making all the difference. You like see, I am enjoying this. <laughs> you gotta be engaged with it. Um, but yeah, it's. I I've always I've always battled that too. I've always thought though, why do I need to start another channel to put something on what I already have that that is no like my channel is the umbrella that is me. So why can't all the things that I'm interested go under my umbrella on my channel? What's the name of your channel? My name, Peter McKinnon. So that goes back to college. We were, I was, I was doing web design and it was the day where everyone was making their domain names. And no, I know. And they were like, all right, pick your business, pick your business name. And everyone had these crazy names, Onyx Solutions, uh, all these random things that would probably never last. Mm. And I went with Peter McKinnon like way back. Mm. And they were saying, why, why just that? And I was like, well, that can be anything I want it to be. That could be an accountant, that could be a lawyer, yeah. that could be a yeah. cinematographer, it could be a YouTuber. It, it will, it'll transcend all of this. So that's why I kind of just think, why can't it just all go on one spot? But let me tell you something about that though. That's pressure too. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. What the hell is you? Oh man. <laughs> you, you ain't no YouTube channel. We don't have enough time for that. No, we don't. And so that's the thing. You put the name on it like that. It's like nothing you can publish over there. It's going to encompass the thing. The same as like somebody starts an Instagram account, it's a name. I mean, maybe the public perception is that that is somehow connected to that individual's identity, but it's what, what percentage getting to know a person, what percentage of Peter McKinnon is in, it exists on youtube.com slash Peter McKinnon. What percentage? Yeah, not, not even remotely as much as people probably think. Well, because that's all they have to go on. Yeah. But now you're sitting over there. Yeah. And maybe if you talk for many hours on end and the person feels like, okay, that's a few more percentage points. Yeah. But it's hard to be you when you're the broadcaster. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Because like even this conversation right here, how does that happen on your channel about I, you? How yeah. does it happen on my then, channel about me? Yeah. Then you're a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> But I would still, <laughs> I would still try. I would still try. To, I would still try to do it. But I think that's where my creative brain and and what people expect of me being like the photo video guy. Like I'm the photo video guy. Mm -hmm. You're you're the unboxing guy. Right. If you if you had a an episode making a pizza, I I would watch you because I'm I'm your friend. I would say the difference there though is that if. And and I know this. I'm I'm like splitting hairs here. Like I'm, I don't know, nitpicking or something. Hit, hit me with it. But like, just I made a uh, decision back when I started my channel that it wasn't going to be my name. For example. Okay. And even though it's been the majority of everything that I've done for the last, I don't even want to say. Even though that's what it is, it's like if a person approaches me and goes, "You're unbox therapy," I'm like, Ugh, blah. <laughs> I'm like, that is not the name of a person. <laughs> that's funny, you know. But that's yeah. the perception of like an account online. That's what is, we're getting from it. Is that's what it is? And it's like, man, there isn't any regular person that exists in this in the environment presented there, yeah. which is like in the context of the existence of a product and an analysis, and it's not even close to a person. I understand, like, you got to identify things in some way or another, but it, it, didn't, it didn't feel to me like the project in and of itself felt so outside the realm of a personal identity or at the time what people had, which were profiles, like mm -hmm. on Facebook, like a Facebook profile. Sure. Like imagine a regular person's Facebook profile, but this is what they post every time. You're like, easy, <laughs> easy, bud. Yeah. Like, do you ever go on vacation? Relax. <laughs> Dude, love tech. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, I don't know, your yeah. neighbor or your uncle yeah. or something. It doesn't seem right. It seemed always more like a show. Yeah. So I put the show on it. And then it has its benefits and drawbacks. So I think some people don't know how to interact with it in the same way as the person who approaches it goes, that's who you are. You're on bus therapy. But in a way, there's also kind of a safety net there of like, it doesn't have to encompass all the things that I do. And then I can go and start other channels like this one. Even this is not my real name. Yeah. Which still there's some safety net there. Yeah. That this can still be a performance of some sort. Because it is a performance. You put a performance out, sir. Uh, of course. Of course. I guess we do in life as well. I mean, I would, I would like argue everybody that's on YouTube is performing to some degree. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and I, I just want to put a little fairness piece on there. It's like, even in life, we're performing. I mean, mm -hmm. you go home, you perform. Yep. You know what I mean? Your kid looks at you, you're like, all right, that's the guy. Let's do this. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't go laying, uh, you yeah. can't. There's no out on that. Like, we're all living up to whatever standard we set for ourselves. But anyway, getting back to your channel with your name on it, is it's, um, it's good, though, in a way, because it does uh, allow for you to do the thing that you're talking about, which is transform it. Yeah, I have guilt about it. If I think about another channel and uploading content to that channel, I, I just think, why am I doing this? I should be focusing on the main channel that's working, that people like, that they're subscribed to. I shouldn't be spending my time here today, which we all don't have very much of. Do you mean here, like right here? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But I shouldn't be spending my time it's doing- a big waste of time doing, right here. Doing, yeah. <laughs> 
Willie and I, that's, yeah, we, we talked about that. <laughs> I've I'm got, sorry. I've got I'm my sorry. timer going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I mean, though. Like I feel, I feel like that that time should be spent working on on the business. This is what works. This is what. That's what I go to work. That's like when I go to work, it's this. That's mm. where that's where I'm going. So mm. why would I be uploading to something that has a couple hundred subscribers or a couple thousand and putting all the effort and time? Because I just I can't do anything half-assed. Like well, I got to go hard for all things. I will tell you. There's probably never been a better time in my uh, superficial analysis of what's going on on the platform. You know, I got a channel with almost 20 million subscribers. Yeah, and it's, and and you can absolutely. I know, ridiculous. but you can have videos like struggle to hit the million mark. Yeah, as far as interest, does that ever throw you? Well, someone told me once you should always be hitting 10 percent of your subscriber nah, base, and I was like, oh, I'm doing real bad then. No, 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 and I don't think it's any specific number that's necessary, but what I do think is there's just been a transition going on the amount of time that I've been doing this away from the subscription model, mm. and obviously more in favor of the algorithmic model, and there's been all kinds of developments on a platform that have increased the likelihood of new content surfacing as opposed to old content. When I say old content, I mean stuff that you've uh, selected for yeah. manually in yeah. the form of a subscription, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I just, is anecdotal, it's my own experience, but like I recall through various different uh, tracking services that you could like see, for example, how many of your own videos are suggested against your own videos. And I remember an era where like a really high-performing channel could have a dozen videos in the suggestion bar next to their own video, an indication that there was some sort of favor for having selected a particular content creator, elevating their content in a, a, multiply, a multiplier effect greater than the, the rest of the network. Hmm. When the home section of the platform continued to get, uh, become more comprehensive and suggestion based, so like, the subscription feed continued to get pushed to the side. All of a sudden, all kinds of people with huge followings had to recompete over again every single time, even to reach the people that were subscribed to them. Are already subscribed. Yeah, similar yeah. to what was going on on other platforms already in advance of that. Now, it's not to say that a uh, subscriber doesn't want to see what you put out, but they probably don't want to see it as bad as they say they do. Mm because it requires some pretty significant intent right now to go and watch it. And by that, I mean a CTR, a healthy CTR, mm -hmm. just a general intent, because then that's going to allow the thing to surface for the remainders of people. So like that early test group who's around, they determine whether or not you're going to see a video as a subscriber, not me. Well, me, because I decided on a subject matter, but I even recognize now that that distance, the difference between one percentage point CTR is significant enough to slump a video hundreds of thousands of views. It, at least in my case, the multiplier yeah. effect of like, I don't know, maybe this is very inside baseball for people right now. But if you are talking about the difference between like a 7% CTR and an 11% CTR, it's like you may have put the same amount of work into the whole project, but you got half the business out of it. Yeah. That's always discouraging. It but it's, it's the game. 
But that's why I'm why I'm saying when it comes, it, it you can take it two ways. You could take it in such a way of like hmm, catastrophe, or you can take it in such a way of like an, yeah. ind, an indication that it's time for experimentation, adapting. Yeah, yeah, and flipping and, it over, and and not being super committed to the same formula necessarily. Now, yeah. granted, granted, if you do the thing that I'm saying. People will be very angry because they'll say, I'm subscribed to Peter McKinnon. Yeah, I didn't come here for this. I know. You've changed. And love Peter McKinnon. And actually, you know what I miss? I miss the old Peter McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. I miss, you know, I, I miss, I miss 2017 Peter McKinnon. He was awesome. 2018 was pretty good too. I guess old habits die hard. This 2021 Peter, I'm not having it. No. Brutal. Hanging out with Lou now. Yeah. This guy thinks he's a big shot. Ruined everything. <laughs> Hanging out with the big dogs. I see how it is. Ever since that conversation, <laughs> downhill. Cool. Must, must be nice in that big studio. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how we can write the comments so easily? Yeah. They live there. It, they're they're deep inside. Yeah. What is that yeah. thing they say is rent free? Yeah. They live in there rent free. They really do. Yeah. You're not supposed to read those comments, you know. I, uh, I'm, I'm 50, 50 on it. Sometimes I just get in there cause there's some cool people and I like engaging and yeah. sometimes I, I hop in and I'm like, Oh, what have I done? Mm. Time to go. <laughs> oh. Rip cord. Get me yeah. Out of here. Get me out of here. All right. So but I like, you know, uh, I'm down for experimenting and trying new things and being creative is, is the entirety of why I got on YouTube. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So on your, as far as your main channel is concerned here, mm -hmm. Your bread and butter, your baby, yeah, as you call it, yeah. Uh, what's going on? I'm really liking uh, longer form content now. I I, I used to kind of just try to, I would say like, let's just bang out a quick video. Let's let's pick this topic, give some talking points about this, shoot some B-roll, boom, moving on. People love it. But now I'm trying to get a little more thoughtful, a little more creative not trying to rush to stuff as fast. So like that old uh, old truck that you saw, mm. people wanted to see a video about that for weeks and weeks and weeks, but it would be too easy to just get inside, show the interior, talk about why I got it and, and move on. I'm like, there's gotta be a story. There's gotta be a deeper story. Uh, I, I gotta spend more time crafting something that will leave people with some sort of lasting impression beyond that of just cool truck, see ya. So that type of mindset moving into the content that I'm doing now is what I'm trying to do. So for instance, uh, on Thursday, like my grandfather used to drive that truck, that same one. So we're, we're driving it up north to find his old shop, to park it in front of, take some photos of it, get him printed, bring him to my grandmother, kind of like craft more of a story, narrative. story or narrative around it than just like, check out my truck, see ya. Mm. And I'm trying to apply that to a lot of the videos that I'm making but it means less videos because it's, everything's taking longer. What is what is less mean? Less videos a week, less videos. I know, I'm talking about yeah. numbers. Like, oh, oh man. Recently it's been like one. One video per week. One video a week. And, and that's just to like supplement the five or six I have that I'm working on that are the longer form ones. So I'm kind of just playing with where I'm the most comfortable and the most happy creating. I don't think I can really handle the four videos a week anymore. Is that your, what you, that's around peak? what it, it was. Yeah. The peak was like three, three minimum, four max every single week. But I just, uh, 
I've got a different style now. I've got a different like yearning. Um, well, I in, didn't. I didn't expect to hear that word on here. In wanting people to experience what I create, so. Mm. But that could change because at the same time we got to go to work, mm. and I can't just go to work and sit around and wait for a video for a week, right? Sometimes you just got to You got to. You got to go create. Mm. You got to just make vids. Make something. Yeah. It also you get into this weird thing where you've had a, a certain rate of publishing, like a mm. rate of hitting publish, and. The whole thing is sort of a game too. It's like a game inside of a game. Yeah. It's like there's the art of making the thing and then there's the art of getting it seen or the art of <sighs> analytics or what, titles what, and thumbnails what, is like what, an entire day. What? Oh my goodness, bro. Ooh. I used to like it. And then if something happened and it's the bane of my existence now, I'm like, what do I... I must text 15 people. What should I, is this a good title? Oh God. <laughs> and then I get a hundred opinions, all the, all different. And then I choose something and I feel like it's always the wrong choice. <laughs> Come on. You know what? Uh, I think that what you're talking about right now can probably be applicable to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Yeah. This idea of uh, like a series of possible decisions and none of them are the right decision. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. all of them are, maybe slightly better or worse than the other but yeah. you know from the get-go you're doomed yeah, yeah. this yeah. is the process of titling lose, and lose. thumbnailing a thing mm -hmm. in modern youtube and that's what makes or breaks it man and it could be like a the in the title or the the one you came up with first four hours ago is the one you ended up going with after this big think tank on think a whiteboard it only gets worse I'm just I'm just cruising with good words now. Think tank yearning. Never mind <laughs> if you get into the uh, those analysis tools that will look at a headline and give it a score prior to using what? it. Yeah, don't don't. Well, I've never even heard of. Don't this. even bother no. because no, we got to go there right now. No, Explain because, that. No, because unpack that, please. The, the unpacking is it's more of what you just described. It's more doom. But it'll give you a percent like that's eighty percent likely to fail. It'll give you a number, a score based on a variety of factors, but it turns you into a robot. Like, does it, it ever? Does it ever work? Has it ever worked? What, what's it called? Listen, I don't even know. Listen to me. Shoot me that text. Listen after. to me. <laughs> listen to me. Nothing works right now. <laughs> you understand? There is. Uh, it, f five. Five, six, seven percent CTR used to work. It doesn't work anymore. Period. That's it. The platform is different now. It's more competitive. Period. Do you think views are just less all the way around right now? It, the not necessarily. Right. The platform is just more competitive. Mm. So if you're uh, if you're Mr. Beast, no views are not down because he's competing on every every checkbox. Mm. Is like. From production to uh, proposal to da ideation, daily active yeah. users, like things get thrown out that don't hit a particular criteria. And we're just talking about the world's most competitive content marketplace. And there's more players than there ever were. I, I'm yeah. 10 years deep. Yeah. I'm 10 years deep. I remember a YouTube where it was like, damn, what am I going to watch? Not a YouTube that was like, you should watch this. You should watch this. You <laughs> yeah. should watch this. Have you watched this yet? Wow, yeah, 10 years, man. 10 years. Imagine doing something for 10 years. I mean, you look good. I got to be honest with you. This is refreshing over here, though. Mm -hmm. This, that? 
Well, because I feel like it's absent of some of the stuff that we were just talking about. Like, as far as a title to this, it's going to be your name. Mm. I don't even think it's going to be any finesse. I don't think I'm going to put any sauce on that sandwich. No spice? Zero. Zero spice. Love spice. But riddle me this. Would you ever consider, like, okay, my audience doesn't know Peter McKinnon. Some of them might. But, I mean, you got 20 million people looking for things coming out of boxes. Those people who are watching this channel might not necessarily... There's not 20 million people on this channel, by the way. But your fans are coming across. Yeah, okay. Right? So you're going to get potentially less views Mm. if you lead with my name, I would think, just because people don't really know me over here. Right. So would that not... No, I have high expectations for your name. (laughs) Would you not factor that in? (laughs) Are you putting that in your little online calculator? No, 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 because what I'm trying to say is, like, maybe that's the second channel thing to a certain extent. Like, him and I were goofing around and we started... It is what it is. And we started getting, like, we started to post a couple of things that were... Maybe not us. And then you get a taste for when you're when you're trying to figure out what the reward is or you're trying to figure out job well done. Mm. You know, maybe there's like a dude out there who's into woodworking. Now, I'm not talking about on YouTube. I'm not talking about making content. There's a dude who's a guy. And he, he's into woodworking just for himself. All right. And he's chiseling and he's sanding and he's planing. He's he, yes, yes, yeah. yes. These things. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's even a tongue and groove involved. Yeah, yeah. There's some lacquer going on. At the end of it, he looks at the thing. He derives tremendous enjoyment from it. He sticks it in his living room. Maybe he smells it every so often. <laughs> but one thing he doesn't try to do is make ten thousand of them and sell them at the Walmart. Maybe that's not what he decides what to if, do. What if he's an Etsy shop? No, he doesn't even do that. Shopify? No. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. So he does it for himself. You know does what? It maybe, for himself. You know what? He can sell it on Etsy. It's oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Like it's one thing that I noticed though yeah. is that like is 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 uh, when we when I started talking on this other channel, in a smaller community, the conversation was quite a bit different. Interesting. Scale seems to play some sort of a role in sentiment. So, like, once you, if you have, if you have uh, millions and millions of subscribers, there seems to be a sort of genericness to it. Will you become like just a brand, less of like a person or just a thing? Then, then the the number can. Uh, you would have situations in life where you know, some kids would approach you and they'd be like, oh, that's Unbox Therapy. He has 15 million subscribers, they would tell their friend. Yeah. It's like the number in some way precedes, like that, like the Black Mirror episode or something. Yeah. The number precedes, the, the, the actual number is some sort of identity check. I had that experience literally two days ago with like a seven-year-old. Do you have a YouTube channel? Yeah. How many subscribers? I was like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. five million. They're like, oh, so you're... You're legit. You're a real. You're a real channel. You're right. a real person. And I was like, oh, okay, right. Good thing it wasn't less. <laughs> but it's, it's like, in some ways, there's a there's a kind of refreshingness to maybe just skewing the metrics ever so much. I'm not saying. I mean, like you said, you got to go to work and you got to like, you got to 
put something together that people actually want to see. But like, let's say I, I, I put Peter McKinnon over there because I feel like it best represents the thing that I'm doing instead. Sure. And, and take the pressure off the sauce. Uh, maybe just on like a personal psychological health aspect. There's some sort of reward to that, that I can take the oxygen gained from that post hmm. and then bring it to the saucy stuff. That's deep. Like a, It makes sense. Like a, like a, like a content meditation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, oh, 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 and I should add something to that. Mm. Which is conversation. Um, like, even before you got over there, I was like, we should do this segment. We should do that. Say, I'm like, Bleh. yeah. What if you're just there? Just let it ride. And I'm just here. Because this is what would be happening if there were no cameras. We'd probably still be having this conversation. If I just sat down and we were having some water and chatting, this is more than likely what we'd be talking about. Well, now that you've said that, we can't possibly proceed. <laughs> it's impossible from there. Okay, let me, I, with regards to the, the platform and things changing and, and channels, what do you think of shorts? <sighs> I'm just, I'm just starting to experiment with them. I made two. One was here. I like your short. Thanks. <laughs> I like your short. I watch your short. Yeah. Uh, he did a short on a Ford Lightning electric truck versus his 44-year-old truck. Beautiful truck. And uh might be my favorite short. Thank you. I've ever seen. Well, I've got another one coming. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, you know what, you know what actually I really like about this short is where you chose to shoot it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't the fondest of the location. <laughs> I felt a little claustrophobic <laughs> shooting it. <laughs> you felt like the ceiling should have been Maybe a foot a higher? Yeah, yeah. Right. I right, felt right, like right, it right, could right. come down at any moment. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. The uh, thing with me with shorts is I feel like it opens up um, permission to be more creative and try more things with less pressure. Kind of like what we were talking about. It's a bit of like, oh, this could be a, a little bit of a solution of of making some of this content that is unrelated, but it's just short. It's yeah. just fast. Yeah. I'm conflicted on it. Yeah. I can I'm, see that. I'm conflicted on it. Why? Because I get, I don't know why it is. Maybe it's the age of my kids right now, but I get worried about the attention span. Like I get worried about, um, just the next, 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 Keeping next, up, next, yeah. next, 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 next. Like, what do you even, what do you, what do you, you, you I, I talked to Will about this. You spend an hour on TikTok. Somebody comes to you an hour after and goes, what were you just watching? <laughs> yeah, pixels. I don't know. I was watching my <laughs> yeah. own thumb go up and down the street. That's what I, I don't know what I was yeah. watching. Yeah. yeah. Endless. Now you see that as a bad thing. That's the way media seems to be moving forward, man. I don't know if it's even Less attention, like everything's faster, more convenient. I don't want to sit and watch 
two guys talk about stuff for it's funny. 20 minutes. I just want, I want to laugh I know, now. Move I know. Next. And I, to- I toy with it because I can't help it because I see it. Will, Will will do something. He'll show me like a YouTube short. He'll do this to me. He'll crush you like this? He'll show me a YouTube short with 186 million views. Oh, I know. He'll show that to me. <laughs> will. And I'll be over <laughs> here sitting on this chair with this microphone saying, no, man, we're going to be about something else. Mm-hmm. Saying, no, you know what? For those that choose to go on the ride, travel a little further, go with us on this journey. Yeah, no, I like that. There might be... It might be a different reward. I don't know. I mean, part. I mean, part of it, 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 like I said to you, is some sort of meditation on my own behalf to just remember what it's like to have a conversation. Yeah. Like you and I, we don't have a phone right now. Yeah. Like our thumbs are doing nothing right now. <laughs> just docile. And maybe it's possible that in that, if I, if there's something rewarding, being in that experience of of. Um. Exercising that ancient. Uh, activity process whatever then maybe there's also something for those that that follow along with that and aren't feeling compelled to swipe past it even though it might not be the same number of people like i know people we tried to do a shorter episode we did a 15 minute episode and i swear to god somebody in the comments said my three-year-old normally falls asleep to your voice when you put an hour long thing out there yeah and i said how do i quantify such a thing like (laughs) i thought to myself first of all i thought how dare you put that on me (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i got kids that won't even fall asleep to my own voice (laughs) let me get one of those yeah um but no then second i was like that's not a click that's something different than a click like Hmm. part of it is the economy of it is that the way things are presented to you you and I, I'm talking, I think the general public probably doesn't pay as much attention as we do to things like views. Yeah. But we can't help it because it's the daily. And, uh, but ultimately, like, he can show me 186 million and I have the same problem that the kid that approaches me and shouts out how many subscribers I have. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, how do we do that then? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, damn, is that really what you, yeah. You prepared to get on that treadmill? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you got to, everybody has to find their own version of it. But we, we toyed around. We posted a couple. Most of it is just because on this show, we would be mostly like talking about stories or watching videos and then reacting to it. So it was a couple of short versions of that that we uh, started to publish. But I'm split on it. At the same time, I, uh, in my own head, toy with the idea of, of, of like, the purest thing being just getting, just talking to people mm-hmm. and publishing that on this channel and, and n- never mind, never mind uh, the shorts thing at all. So it's a really conflicting because I remember even before I started to think about on this channel, it was like with Unbox Therapy, you could totally imagine having short unboxing videos, right? Like you could have a compelling or creative unboxing video in a minute, a minute's a, a long time. But I'm just not feeling super healthy about it. I don't know what I can say. At the same time, 
I got to put something on the end of that. I've for a long time been had the feeling that, and it's a whatever a philosophical conversation, but that you can't that to a certain extent you got to travel to the location of the party instead of always trying to create it yourself. Like you got to go enjoy the party every so often instead of being like an old man or whatever. Be like, no, 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 I got this. This, this is the right. This is how you party, kids. <laughs> you hear that? That's the Rolling Stones right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's an equal part of that, which is like, if nobody hears what you're saying anyways, then a tree falls in the forest, blah, 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 blah. So there is some gamesmanship which comes comes into it from time to time. So you try to find a balance to it. But honestly, we've been talking for five minutes over here. I know it's more than five minutes. And uh, I don't, for me personally, I don't know if it will translate to people participating in it. But for me, I would take this right now over scrolling my phone. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. So what does that say then? What does it say about scrolling the phone? Like, why do we do it? When do we do it? Is it in the absence of in the absence of opportunity? Or would we seek out more opportunity if we didn't have that glitch, if we didn't have that pause button? Oh. I don't know the answer. I mean, you don't want to be looking at your own screen time metrics. Oh. No, I don't. <laughs> but anyway. I think there's probably some sort of mix. There's probably some sort of way to uh, exercise in both areas and, and try to find a healthy dose of each thing. Yeah. So if you're not doing them, what, what's your output? How many videos are you putting out a week? Um, what, on Unbox Therapy? Yeah. I don't know, maybe like three, two, two to three. And then over here, we were on a pretty crazy, we were on a crazy thing for a, for a bit. What was it like? We were on a crazy thing for a bit. 20 videos a day? Well, because we clipped out, we would clip <laughs> out each subject. Yeah. And then, and then, but we would shoot like whatever was happening in the news around a particular set of interests, which yeah. would be like a... I remember you guys doing the thing about like the F-150 chips and... It would be an hour... Around an hour, which would then cut down into maybe 15 different segments at each one at a different amount of time. Just trying to make it easier to select for what you wanted to watch. And it was a model that existed for long form. It was a way to make yeah. long form digestible. Even you, you might get, will he, you'll get clipped, I guess. Are we clipping? Yeah. You're going to clip. Oh, yeah. baby. We're You're going to clip right up. Peter McKinnon. How many clips? I don't even know where you would cut. Well, we haven't even talked about the truck that you had in here yet. We haven't. Are we allowed to talk about that? We are. People have seen it by now. On your channel. On yours? No. You haven't even Did seen you it on yours. Did you post it on IG or anything? No, man. I didn't. I didn't. Kirk's still working on it. I mean, this is the this is a serious edit going on. But I don't know. It's going to be. It's, Look, it's looking. You know what? There's spice on that edit. I'll tell you that much. There might be. <laughs> yep. It's probably not a YouTube short. It might be half an hour long. Yeah, it's definitely not. I saw the timeline. It it's be, not a YouTube short. It might be half an hour long, but it is a cool truck. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I mean, we drive the same vehicle. That's weird, too. 
Yeah. And we were we're wearing similar colors too. Yeah. And we're from around the same area. You know, it's kind of terrifying actually. <laughs> what uh, do you think? Oh, you, the the truck? Yeah. Yeah. I said in the video, I think it's a really important vehicle, the F one fifty electric, the lightning. I think it's important because it's really a clientele that should be the toughest to flip. Like the truck clientele. Mm. How often are you reminded of the massive fuel tank on your F-150? Yeah. Like you don't go to the gas station very often. Uh, no, you really don't. It's quick. It's, it's, a, it's a quick process to just get fueled up for another, in our case, almost 800 kilometers. Uh, almost 800 bro you gotta work on 850 that. i'm like i'm like 890 okay all right yeah i think i drive faster than you apparently <laughs> dude i'm sport mode or nothing oh really it doesn't come out of sport mode and you're still getting 890 yeah i don't know what i'm doing wrong <laughs> uh and so that's a that's a tough crowd it's also a, a crowd that the truck crowd is a crowd that really favors reliability uses these things mm -hmm. for work and I think they could probably see this as novelty. Not going to work. Gimmick. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, and and that's the sort of that's a cyber truck approach. Is like we're going to convince electric car people to get a truck. Hmm. Ford has a different battle approach. on its hands. Yeah. They got to convince F one fifty people to get electric. So it's two different paths towards the same thing. It's funny because I was talking to someone from Ford about the Lightning, and I was like, oh, I got you know, I got to see it, and they're like. Looks great. It looks like a truck, doesn't it? Mm. And they were very excited about the fact that it looks like a truck. So that was probably a big, big part of that. Yeah, I was flipping that crowd, being like, look, it doesn't look any different. It's going to operate and, and look the same as what you already know. That's quite a big uh, deal. I was thinking about that thing, about how you, you would hear about these uh, tribes where like one dude would decide to get flamboyant or something. He decided to get us like too much of an outfit going on. He would decide to get like a, I don't know, maybe take the feathers to the next level, try to show off or something. And the rest of the group would be like, that's a liability right there. They would decide that that wasn't part of the uniform. And of course, there's all other examples of this. Like why, why do people wear suits and ties or, 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 or uh, in the military, why do they have a uniform? Things like this. I feel that there's probably like a similar element to that where the truck is sort of a uniform of a certain uh well, I mean, you could put it to a certain occupation, but also just a certain way of being to a certain mm -hmm. extent. It's yeah. like uh it's utility, it's representative of utility as opposed to uh Although we have pretty superficial trucks, you know that? Now that I think about it. Ours? If you get a Raptor, then you're kind of playing both sides. Yeah. You kind of got some feathers. You're kind of wearing some feathers. I don't see many, like, foreman. You or, got like, an orange one. Your next yeah, one is yeah, orange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I put the extra feather on the next one. <laughs> you don't see any, like, sight supers rolling up in a, in a Raptor. You better be careful out there on those trails. All, the, all those feathers. <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, 
Just wait. I'll bring it over here. Uh, like, no, I love, I love it. I'm sure. I mean, it's it's definitely cool. But it's yeah. No, it's um, it's funny. The the like fancy truck thing is relatively recent as well. Mm. Like the truck that you brought from '77. Though that those are pretty bare bones type deals. Yep. Now you got four doors and massage seats and and they're basically luxury cars that sort of look a little bit less than a, they, they on the outside they look pretty normal outside the Raptor even yeah. the Platinum one they put a few badges and things like that but the Cybertruck is a whole level of feather commitment that is beyond the scope of the general public and it's more in the realm of supercar level head turning maybe even beyond yeah and do you like it I get asked this all the time because people know how much I love my listen, Ford truck. Listen, I play. I get asked this, dude, daily. So, this vehicle looks a lot like the Warthog from Halo, and I played yeah. that game as a kid. Yeah, Master Chief's coming out of that. Cortana is like what makes that run. So yeah. I got a soft spot, you know. I got like I like science fiction. I'm a weird guy. I Here's mean, my thing, though. Like you're getting all these renders, but like where are the mirrors? Where are the wipers? Are they not, just are they be are they being omitted? Is that just not something we need anymore? The dimensions have already changed from the original. Isn't it made from like steel that's indestructible? Like, look, like, wasn't that part of the presentation? Like, well, how is that going to be road safe? It's going to change. But certain aspects, the dimensions, I believe, already changed. Certain, certain things will change a little bit before it hits the streets. But something like that will be, like that, will be on the roads. I'm excited to see it in real life. I've never seen it yeah. in real life. Have you? No. I no. want to see that little quad, quad too. as well. This Ooh. is one of those situations where it's just hard for me not to like it, even though that's cool. I have the a similar skepticism to you about how it's all going to fit together. Mm -hmm. Having had a truck and had a truck do truck yeah. things for, uh, I guess this is my third right now. Uh, you You don't want to give up certain utilitarian aspects just because it looks cool so i would have to really engage with it in practice to to see if that was the case or not but then also just agreeing to get that much attention it is a funny thing about selecting for a vehicle i did go orange <laughs> well in your case you're going to get plenty of attention but still not cybertruck attention no Cybertruck attention is going to be... Phones out the window. Next level attention. I mean, you can't pull up to the parking lot on some sort of covert mission. Mm. Just like a jump in and a jump out. With a little quad in the back. There's no covert missions over here. So that has to be something you're willing to sign up for. But this one, it still seems like it's a bit off. I don't know. I put the, I put the payment on it, whatever mm. they wanted, $500. I don't even remember. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's really curious to to contrast those two products. There's really such different approaches that it's it's honestly hard to figure out uh, to put them in the same category, even though they are. Yeah, yeah. Lightning versus Cybertruck versus Rivian. Now Rivian, you might get Willie Doo's attention. You're into that? Yeah, yeah. I like their truck. Uh, Rivian, you got Jeff Bezos with a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, uh, driving to his spaceship. Uh, he's invested heavily in it and they got, I, I think they have a pretty nice looking thing. They have some cool features in it too. Uh, it's kind of in between the two. It's like, yeah, futuristic, but truck. Very expensive though. 
Yeah. Hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Is that starting? It's a lot of them. I mean, it's that one seventy five right there. But they're they're the starting price is much higher than the other two. Mm. So. It's fun. It's going to be fun. Like, I like, if you click on the blue picture there, Will, and, like, look at the pass-through behind the backseat. Oh, that's clever. That's cool, right? I haven't seen that. Yeah. Snowboard, skis, yeah. stand-up paddle. Uh, yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They find ways to get you. Yeah, that's clever. They show you something. And if you're a utility junkie, you're, and you're like, Why didn't I live with, like, how? You're how dead. have I been, like... Alive this long You're without dead. the pass through. Yeah, I was I was a kid. I was like trying to get the. I was like for Christmas asking for the Swiss Army knife. You know, like a guy's got 12, oh, yeah. 12 tools in there. You know, I'm a big I'm big on knives, and not a creepy way. Easy. Yeah, Jeez. I've got I've got. So this is where the whole second channel thing came from. Oh, yeah. Wait a sec. Do we have a second channel? I haven't posted to it yet, but oh, it exists. Oh, baby, let's bring that. Let's bring that puppy up. It all. It's called, it's it all lives all, on this you, second channel. You've already channel. got it. You've already got it. Oh, Cute. Yeah. That's my, my research. <laughs> so this account I created because I'm into kind of like everyday carry stuff, pocket knives, those types of things, coffee, whiskey, that this basically lifestyle that you're looking at on the screen, and it just didn't fit that Peter McKinnon brand. So I was like, this needs to go somewhere, and a lot of my friends call me Pirate Pete, so. I just started trying to figure out what username worked. Pete's Pirate Life worked. Started posting. No one knew it was me at the start, and that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It was just some random account posting everyday carry stuff with pirate things, and you, people were on board. Did you see? Willie is on board. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like the style. No, 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 no. There's a moment. There. <laughs> did I miss, like, an inflection? Well, this guy, sometimes he takes it too far with his reactions. Uh-huh. And that's actually it's a subtle one, but you always pick it up. Are we going to clip that? It was a key Probably. component in here when you said it was originally anonymous. That turned him right on. <laughs> I just want to make sure that nobody missed that. Okay, okay, we'll clip that because he's got weird content habits mm-hmm. as well. For yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. I think we all do to a certain extent. Well, not like you. So we started. I started posting. No one knew it was me. Um, I got pretty far before people started putting it together. The hand tattoos really kind of ruined it. Cat <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> <laughs> um, was out of the bag. Then um, I partnered with this dude in the states, and we started selling products. And now it's oh, got, check out that it's uh, modeling the, photo, modeling pose over there. Oh, I got that dialed, bro. Look at that with the profile <laughs> yeah. and the Latitude. hand on the shoulder as of well. Hand not on the shoulder. It'd be weird. Yeah, come on, just picture it. My version would be just (laughs) empty cans. So we got, you know, hand-forged axes, all kinds of cool accessories. Let me ask you something. And this is what the channel was going to be about. Let me ask you something. Which one is Peter McKinnon? Which one's more Peter McKinnon? No, 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 no. It's a winner-take-all. One or the other is more representative and of of what it, I think it's this. Wow. Yeah. A lot of like my close friends who follow this account, when they see it, they're like, that's just you, man. Like dirt wow. bikes and pocket knives and trucks and snowmobiles and quads and coffee and whiskey and moody lighting and the style of photography is what you've always been into and shooting in the fall and in the Arctic with these random dudes and it just, it's, that's very much 
my style to a T. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it takes time to get here. Like your original Peter McKinnon channel, you had to go through all that to get here. It's possible. And the, you know what? The funny thing is right now, I'm enjoying this more. Well, I can tell. How can you tell? Look at this. It's a whole mood over here. <laughs> I can smell it and taste it. Yeah. That's a good descriptor. It's a whole mood okay, over but here. When you look at this and then you look at my main Instagram Okay, account. let's go there. Let's go there, Will. Let's do this right now. No, no, no. This I, is it. Here we are. On over here. <laughs> this is... Uh, this looks like a YouTuber right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is fascinating for me. No, like what can you like? What what, what are you tasting no, and smelling over no, here? No, 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 no. I mean, it's it's uh, it's got some of the same mood, but yeah, it doesn't have that rustic. They're not completely separate. Obviously, there's going to be some crossover. And Instagram's a weird place because I can tell that you put a lot of energy into like yeah. what's going on on Instagram. A lot. Yeah. So yeah. it's not really a, a fair comparison, but I, I was actually going more based on the way that you set it up. Okay. The, the way you were describing the new project as I was also looking at it. Okay. I was like, oh, this guy's into this. Yeah. This guy's not into that other thing, that other channel. <laughs> Interesting. Like he's into this. No, I just, because I experienced the same thing where it's hard mm. to be into all the different things to the same degree. And it comes and goes, right? There, there are times where I'm tired of this for a few weeks and I don't post anything or I don't really have any activity. Then I come back to it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is sick. Mm. And it's the same with photography and video. You know, sometimes so, depending on the project, if I come here and get a bunch of cool shots of the truck and I'm like, oh, I'm pumped up on photography again. And how can I work it into the grid? And how can I make sure it, it works? And I have like three or four different test accounts that I post everything to first. And, and then we do what we call grid tests. And I screenshot those and send them to my friends to see what they think flows the best for the next 10 photos moving forward. And I liked, you know, this better than that. And, and, and then I'm really into it, but it's just a kind of an ebb and flow. Hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know what, what struck me about it was the fact that your first project on the internet in the world is your name. And then your second project is an alias, mm -hmm. the project which may reflect more personally. Yeah. It's interesting how yeah. these things transpire. That is interesting, isn't it? That like, you might think it could go in the opposite direction. Yeah. There was early days of social media. People were very careful about their identity. Mm -hmm. And they, there was a lot of anonymity, which is the thing that made Will smirk and get turned on. Yeah. I mean, I remember when face reveal videos were a thing because everyone was shooting videos but not showing face themselves. Face reveals. Forgot about that. And it's interesting that your progression took you to a slightly more anonymous place in name and in even revealing who was responsible mm -hmm. initially. And yet... It would have been even more anonymous had the original usernames been available. Go ahead. Like, I, I wouldn't have gone with Pete's Pirate Life. I probably would have just had something to do with Pirate Life that was easier mm -hmm. to not attach to somebody. You would have preferred for it to be even more anonymous. Yeah. You see that? How you're trying to escape? Yeah, I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself in this podcast. <laughs> you're trying to escape what you built, right? Because yeah. that you built your own prison, and you're yeah. trying to escape it. I've heard, I've heard it put that way before. 
No, no, we all do. I, yeah. I'm not. This ain't not. Uh, we all yeah, do. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's, yeah, it's, it is what it is. We all do. Like, it's like, and it sounds like a really negative uh, way to. I've even crafted my final video. If I could ever have the last video <laughs> I ever post, I, I know it would be sick. Wow. It would be sick. I would love, and it stemmed from something. We were in New York shooting a project once this company I was working for, and everybody was walking like a couple, couple feet ahead of me, and I got a phone call, so I hung back a little bit. And they didn't even bother to stop to look to see if I was still behind them. They just kept going. And at this point, they were like blocks ahead. And I had the thought for a moment, like if, if I just went back to the hotel now, packed all my stuff, made my bed, because that's what's really weird about the whole thing. Packed all my stuff, made the bed, left. When these guys came back, they would find a made bed, which would freak them right out. All Pete's stuff would be gone. And then I would change my number, delete everything. And they would just never hear from me, see me or know what happened ever again. They'd be like, he was behind us, and then he was like, he never existed. And I thought, wouldn't like uh, the final video for someone whose whole business is online and public and internet to be erasing my entire digital footprint, how would I do that? Like partner with governments and crazy companies that would be able to pull that off, and the whole video would be a documentary about deleting myself, and I would have to like host it somewhere else because it wouldn't be on my channel. And that would be the last thing you see from me and everything else would be removed except for that. Be sick. Be kind of bittersweet. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that would be interesting. I don't know that I'll ever do it. I don't think it's even possible, but it was just a cool thought. I've always kind of like come back to that. Yeah. I like that thought. It's one thing about being in control of like your business being you. I think it's healthy to remember that you can also turn it off. Yeah. That's what's cool. It's just like and a moment I, in time. And I, I, I know I play with the exact same thoughts. Yeah. Like when a delete button starts feeling attractive. Yeah. Delete. Didn't Markiplier delete his whole channel? Did he? He's, like, he's, like, he's like, when it gets to, what was it? You should look that up. He... There was a second channel. It wasn't his, but he oh. had a oh, second yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was called. And when um, it got to a certain number, he's like, "It's uh, gone." Anis, Anis, and he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. It was. It was for a year. The idea, yeah. the concept was this. I think that's healthy psychologically. Yeah. Well, you said that at the very beginning. Deleting channels, starting channels should just be more of a, not a huge thing. Willie do just mistyped the thing and oh he he because he the yeah so <laughs> he uh yeah we'll take it easy be careful okay. over there uh it would be nice i think it could be a really healthy uh landscape for experimentation mm -hmm. if there were uh, if it is mostly our own faults in that like w we are the strictest prison guards i often say that it, like, talk about the prison from before yeah it's like jesus why are we why do I do this to myself? Why, why are we? Why do they strangle ourselves all the time? I tell right? everybody I worked my whole life to to get away from like working for a boss. And you're the worst boss. And I'm you the could worst ever boss have. to myself than I've ever had. Um, amen. Yeah. Amen. And and so I think that's a big thing that uh, keeps keeps us from uh, like just treating the whole thing a little bit more loosely. And, yeah. and certainly in the early days, it was by nature that way because this, this, the foundation wasn't so robust. Mm -hmm. And so it was more attractive or uh, reasonable to approach things in that fashion. And so there's a, there's a whole like untangling effect 
that. It, it's probably not exclusive to us. It's just no. anything that you do for a certain amount. You get people who have uh, do startup businesses and then they sell it and then and they, they go do start some, another one. Like that feels. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Once that's gone, sell it, move on. That feels. Ooh. That's exciting. Ooh. We What's start, that life all about? We get to do that again. We get to uh -huh. start off. But your channel's Peter McKinnon. And your unbox therapy. You see, but I'm trying to, I'm feeling like maybe, I'm feeling like maybe. Is it possible? Let me ask you this. Sure. Hit me. Could unbox therapy have a different host? No. Same question for Willie Do. No, I don't think so. When I hear unbox therapy, I, I think of your... <laughs> Your your mannerisms and all like the little things you do when you, you guys do. are crazy, man. Unbox therapy could have another host. No, yes, no, I don't think so. Absolutely, I'll just be sitting over here in the leather couch. No, no one would do it like you do it. Well, maybe it would. That's be, what people look forward to when could, you're looking at something. You're like, ah, it could be something different. It could be something different. I'm not saying it would be exactly the same. Why don't they put it in the box? <laughs> to be in the box. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Put it in the box. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just terrified of this thing where it's uh, you're standing at a concert and everybody is demanding that the band play a song that they made 20 years ago. So I'm doing a documentary on a band called Angels and Airwaves. Right, and uh, the guitarist, you'll, you'll know Tom DeLong from mm -hmm. Blink-182. Yeah. The guy who, aliens and mm -hmm. yeah, 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 aliens. So I'm, so I'm making this film about these guys and it's been going on forever just because the pandemic put a, big, uh, put a big hold on it. But one of the things he said during the interviews that we were doing was uh, I've worked my whole life to, to just be Tom DeLong and not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom from Blink. And it's exactly that. He's like, you know, I don't want to stand on, I love those songs we made in the 90s, but I don't want to stand on stage and sing What's My Age Again every day. Like there's, mm -hmm. there's more to it than that. There's other things I want to explore. I want to write books and write films and, and play different styles of music and, and find aliens and do all these things with the government and, and make new companies. Like I don't want to just be Tom from Blink who's running around naked with a guitar. And he's like, and I still love that stuff and it should still be celebrated and, and it's rad and I get it. He's like, but there's just more to it than that. And yeah, he's like, I've fought my whole life to become just Tom DeLong. Maybe that's uh, the difference between making something and consuming something. Like, because you you just, in his case, uh, described something similar to what we've been talking about. Yeah. Maybe it's like when you make something, you immediately start thinking about the next thing you want to make. Mm -hmm. You don't really... In many cases, you might not like the thing you made as much as other people do. Yeah. They may like it more than you do. And so because of that, part of the... Part of that process is like putting things down or, or wishing that you could mm -hmm. because the motivation to create the next thing requires you to not be fully be fulfilled with the last thing yeah that you makes kind sense. of have to push the last thing away in order to create space for the next thing even if it's on a specific channel that reminds me of you know when casey stopped vlogging he used the analogy of swinging through a jungle 
on vines. And he's like, and, and to get to the next thing, I, I have to let go of the vine I was swinging on to get to the next one, or I won't get further ahead right. to where I want to go. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of that, just like letting go of the thing. Being a requirement, but then yeah. as a content consumer, you're kind of experiencing the thing uh, from a different perspective. You're experiencing the thing in a more, uh, first of all, faster. You spend less time with it because the finished product is often far less time consuming than the creation of the thing. Yep. And you're bringing your appreciation to it and you're assuming that the person who made it has the same level of appreciation for it. And so when you're clamoring in the crowd to play the thing, you can't understand what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Didn't you love it as much as I did? Yeah. And maybe the answer is no. Yeah. Maybe you never did love it as much as if you were completely disconnected from it and you could have experienced it minus the process of making something, burying something and making something else. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just wondering what it is about this trend that like a lot of people that I know that make things and publish things uh, are often their biggest critics. They're the, the least likely to go rewatch something they did. I, I always talk. I don't, I know I'm good at what I do, but I don't really like anything that I do or anything that I make because I always just see it for what it could have been or could be in the future. So yes, I know I can make decent videos and I've made great videos but I still just see them as things that I did wrong that I could do better in the future. And that see, that makes sense in my head. And like, that's all, that's all I see them as. It makes sense because if your goal is progression and improvement, then how do you do that without failure? Mm -hmm. If everything you made, you made is amazing and the best ever, like where do you go from there? And that comes right back down to it. At sometimes it's a job. You know, mm. I, I was saying I want to make these long form films, right? I want to make everything more dramatic and thought provoking. But if you did that over and over and over, then that's the new bar that becomes boring for you and probably your audience. And you need to have the mix. You need to have the mix of, you know, ones you like, ones you don't like, some that people like, some that aren't better. What happened with your hand? Broke all my fingers, straight in half. Seemed like a bad idea. You know, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was driving a driving a side by side, and I, dude, I wasn't even going fast. I was going forty, and then I I brought it down because we got into some some woods, and I brought it down to like twenty kilometers an hour. I think the suspension was too high on the front took a little bit of a right turn, went up on two wheels. And the one thing they tell you, the one thing when you're driving a UTV or a side-by-side -side or anything like that is keep your arms and, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. The yeah. roll cage will protect you. It sounds like a good idea. It's a great idea. Highly recommend it. I did not do that. Um, the ground was coming kind of slowly because it tipped it tipped rather slow. It didn't happen fast. So I, didn't, I, I had time to process like, oh, I'm tipping. It's happening. Oh, there's the ground coming faster. Oh, don't. So I stuck my hand out and the frame came down on top of my fingers on impact. And I was able to pull them out fast. And I think if it was concrete, they'd be gone. 
Gone, gone. Yeah, a friend of mine, his son stuck his arm out and lost his arm. Good Lord. Just gone. So I, I took my glove off. I was bending them. I was like, oh, it seems fine. Put some ice on them. They were a bit bruised up. And my wife was like, you should probably go to the hospital. I was like, yeah, I, don't, I think I'm good. Maybe an hour after that, the pain was about 12 out of 10. I was like, I'm going to go. And they did a quick x-ray. And we're like, yeah, you, you broke all of them. Hmm. All of them in half. So would you say that's your... I, I assume this is the case, but maybe not. Is this your worst injury while filming a video? Yeah. Yeah, then the fire department had to come and cut my ring off. Oh. They couldn't get it off. They This probably hurt more than actually breaking them. They had to wrap a shoelace around the ring finger to compress the swelling so that then they could tuck the shoelace back under the ring and then pulling the shoelace would would effectively remove the ring with the shoelace as it uncoiled mm. and it was awful he got to the knuckle and he was just like yeah it's not gonna go i was like i was i was telling you that dude i've been telling you can i please get some tylenol three mm. yeah and they just got some garden clippers and jaws of life that thing right off <laughs> yeah. are you 100 percent now no so i can bend this way and then these i can bend to there that's it but flexibility is pretty good, but I have zero strength. Like I could not open a door with this. I, I couldn't flick a lighter. I can't hold a pen. Uh, I, I have zero almost like motor skills with this hand right now. So hmm. I don't think I've ever put, I don't think I've ever, as far as video making is concerned, been in that, in a scenario of anywhere similar type of, oh, wait a sec. But I wasn't filming something. I was, oh, you my weren't. GoPro was just rolling because I was, I, I always roll when I'm riding Oh, because kind of I, was, I was watching this video here and it seemed like maybe it was yeah. going to be part of a video. Um, no, it was just flaw. It was just GoPro footage of, of this run I was doing. I was trying to see how fast I could do it in. I'm sure if it was epic, I probably would have come back there and made something out of it. But if I'm ever on a quad or a, or a Sea-Doo in a really cool place or anything like that, I'm, I'm usually rolling some kind of action cam. Hmm. Just for moments like these specifically. That I con that constitutes action. Yeah. That is certainly action. I'm curious about your uh, tattoos. Are the, you going to get them? First call I made after that happened, I looked at my hand. I picked up my phone, called my tattoo artist, sent him a photo. I'm like, hey, these might be broken, but are those the, do those letters need to be hit again? Yeah. He's like, looks pretty good, man. Oh, did, okay. And he was like, did you get the lion? I was like, no, lion's safe. And he's yeah. like, oh, thank God. Nice. We we just done it. like two weeks before it was still healing. So he's like, don't tell me you nah. just destroyed the top of your hand. Wow. Yeah. You got uh, into an accident, right? Did I? I was just trying to think about it when 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 I was... When, when did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it, was that, oh, it was that that's bad. Not, eh? No, that's not oh, real. That's not real. What do you mean? Like, I wasn't actually injured. Uh, uh, the, on, a, on that electric skateboard? Uh... I mean, there was blood. Oh, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't break anything. You didn't break anything. No, most no. of my injuries are from hockey. I had a couple of concussions. This one tooth knocked out. Collarbone? No, collarbone. That's a common one. Collarbone's fine. Tore. Head first uh, into the boards. Two, two separate knee injuries. Tore things. It's a tough one. But uh, I guess injury. I mean, it's part of it. This is what Will is oh, referencing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's ridiculous. You can't compare. Like, what are you, crazy? That's actually the first time I think I, I realized Wait a minute. It's the guy. You know what it was, actually? Was it this person? No, actually, I guess it wasn't. It was right there. It was whatever that bump was. Oh, Ooh. that looks like a one-wheel bail. Been there. If I, I think it would be, I think it would actually be <laughs> worse great. if 
Like, what year was that? That's 2017, so I was... I missed 2017, Lou. Wow. <laughs> you know what? So do I. Where is he? Bring back the glasses, man. It's yeah, throwing me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was just going to say that if 2021 Lou took the same spill, then I would probably have a broken hand. Yeah. The, 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 the rate at which my body is breaking down, rapidly increasing. Yeah. So... I think I had the benefit of some degree of youth on that you know, particular spill. I I preemptively I just sold my motorcycle. I was I was learning how to ride. Preemptive of what? Of dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to describe I, it. <laughs> I've always been kind of sketched out with them, thinking like, mm, "There's the of all the things I do, this is the greatest risk." But I just need to learn. It's because I'm I'm uh, I feel that risk because I'm not educated. I'm not comfortable i haven't put in seat i haven't there's no seat time on it so that needs to come first but after the fingers i looked at all the things and i was like you know wow i i, I risk it on on a lot of occasions on a lot of different vehicles and i think this could just be one that i i don't risk it on and when you have kids it it, it all comes in perspective differently kids make it all different yeah you know i'm riding a sea on the lake if i fall off m most cases i'm i'm gonna be okay a quad I'm getting stuck in mud. I'm not ripping low and slow. Motorcycle? Oh, man. High likelihood of serious injury. I was reading a comment section on a motorcycle video like three weeks ago. Uh-oh. And everyone was just hopping in about all their injuries. Yeah. Talking about, you can't pick up chicks on a motorcycle. And the guy was like, on the contrary, I picked up quite a few on uh, in the emerge when uh, they were rebuilding my legs. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, when I had my tr traumatic brain injury and they were teaching me how to eat food again, I met a lot of women. Yeah. I was just reading those comments thinking, Well, everybody no. knows everybody knows somebody who's taking a spill on a motorcycle yeah. mm -hmm. and took that into account. Like or the cousins. My, and My cousin's a paramedic. Oh, or, or that so side of like, it. He's like, oh, I've seen... Uh, mm -hmm. He's like, had a rough one today. And I'm like, ooh, what happened? He's like, bike. I was like, don't tell me that. Yeah. Save that one. Well, it's like a, it's like a, it's a metal problem. You know, your body versus metal. Like another, if you. Or, you know, asphalt. Or, oh, yeah. Or, yeah. These materials. Yeah. Or, an, yeah, I guess you could against a truck or a, uh, another vehicle. Yeah. Well, like a friend yeah. of mine sort of T-boned uh, the side of a car on a motorcycle went flying over the top of it. It's, uh, yeah, your body. Is he okay? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, I mean, he's alive, but he's missing some parts. Oh, okay. But, you know, again. Yeah, well, you know. Experience. We all make choices. <laughs> <laughs> what was, I heard a, I heard a quote, uh, experience is what happens when things don't go according to plan. Hmm. Experience is what happens when you lose. Whoa, I don't even know if that's what it was, but it's. I think it's. Kind, I think it's kind of like. Will is like. I don't know where to go with this. One. I think I it's kind of. I think here. it's. I think it's along. Yeah, the, I think cutting. it's along the lines of like, um, that pain teaches. Yeah. Better than any instruction. Well, you know what though? Like, and it's you. There's the voice in your head. There's always the voice, and, and some people don't have it. That's those people are you know going down the four hundred one wheeling. Uh, you know, a supermoto shirtless, and those people are that was 2017, and that's Peter. on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, it was 2017, <laughs> Peter. Those guys are on TikTok, you know, right? Right, right. Um, 
But the voice in your head is always, you know, I'm going a little too fast. This is a little sketchy. It's starting to rain. Like I should probably tone it down, those types of things. But every now and then it fades a little bit. I'm in the side-by-side. There's a camera rolling. I'm going a little faster than I typically would because I want the footage to look good. So a little arrogance came into play there. Camera, that voice in my head faded a little bit. Results in broken fingers. Mm-hmm. I'm just not prepared for that voice to fade on a motorcycle because mm-hmm. I'll have a lot more potentially than broken fingers. So Yeah. And I want to come back to the podcast. So, you know, it had oh, to. Oh, uh, right. We got this. You're new, looking for a new host. We have <laughs> the seat for you now. Yeah. And there's a microphone there. And how do you feel about the positioning here? I haven't even had to move or adjust. It's been great. Really? Super comfortable. I don't know how long it has passed. No idea. I don't even know if we should, you should get an update right now. Go ahead. All right. I'm give sure us an the update. sun's what? gone. It's about an hour 30. Oh, okay. okay. That's yeah. not really that crazy. That's no. good. It's a conversation. That's healthy. For not budging. I've been a little more squirmy. In the last 30 minutes, I would say you've, you've moved a lot. Well, you know what else there is? Is like this chair has some space in it. And sometimes I <laughs> yeah. feel like I got to go explore what's over yeah. there on the other side. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about the voice in the head mm-hmm. thing. I was feeling it You're here, feeling it, yeah. but I was like, I got to go explore the other side. It yeah, was very <laughs> not a huge risk on like the motorcycle yeah. concept. Uh, this was a safe one to travel over there a little bit and then come back. But the mic is in a great place. Man. Okay. It's yes. all cozy. I like that I can see. Can see what's going on. It's, it's a good vantage for me. Yeah, there's a lot of screens here. As a guest, it's a good vantage. I can, I can, I can communicate with you. I can see what you're doing. I can see the wide. I, I got, I got my grid here. Yeah. This is good feedback. Yeah. I'm, what, I'm liking it. What is the uh, criticism? Um, it would be hard to access my water. Wow. A little bit of a, a little bit of a stretch. Tough on yeah, the it's shoulder. That's all. Maybe if there was. Tough on the shoulder. I like to put something somewhere or. I do feel if I had to sit up, I would be worried that the angle may no longer be no, framed you're good. Well, that's like you're your good. that's I'm your good. YouTube, yeah. that's your camera guy thing yeah. going on. Yeah. I'm looking more for the uh, the wood and the knife and the mm. and the I'm looking for that guy. Mm. What is that? Whiskey over there? Is I, that beer? Yeah, where's that guy? Yeah. That's what I want to know. You know, I do I'd I, like I, to meet him someday. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go rip, man. Let's see 2017 Pete. <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the best thing about Peter McKinnon and what's the worst thing about Peter McKinnon? This is like a job interview. That's right. You know? I mean, you should have known. Like, what's, your, what's your worst attribute? You should have known. And the people what, are like, I try too hard. You should have known what you signed <laughs> up for when you took that seat. Yeah. I go through this every single day. Yeah. <laughs> best thing. The best thing about Peter McKinnon. Yeah, go ahead. It just it, it, in entirety. That that's a that's a messed up question, bro. <laughs> like you gotta you gotta break that down. No, you gotta no, compartmentalize no, no, no. that. I just want to see how you interpret to... it. By the way, you can throw it back at me if you want, if it makes you feel better. But uh, you have to. But I just I think it would be interesting to see how you perceive that question. I have a hard time differentiating from the whole, the entirety of my being. Wait, or, you went to the worst thing? Or, no, best. Oh. Or with regards to my profession. I thought they were one and the same. I thought it was youtube.com slash Peter McKinnon. <laughs> I'm not real. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. That's gnarly. That's why. I that's, mean, that's this is this is content. Just, that's this, one of those things where you just get stopped and you just don't even know what to do with it. 
I got hit with one of those the other day. Yeah. I got hit with a haunting quote that bothers me. My wife's like, please stop reminding me of that. This dude commented, what if the shirt you're going to die in is already hanging in your closet? Cool. I was like, oh, I don't like that. Mm. But well, you, that, could, you could look at it two ways. That's like yeah. the thing. I remember I was getting that uh, genetic testing, like 23 in me. Mm. And my wife was like, well, what if you have like a trait that indicates that you're going to die of some illness soon? Mm. And then the, converse, the philosophical conversation comes up of, uh, like, would you want to know if you had a finite yeah. number of days? It's going to change the change Yes, I the feel like that's a similar area. Yeah. You could look at it as so, a positive or, or a negative. So would you want to know? Would you want to know when you're going to die? No. <laughs> what if it was really soon? I'm good. If it's soon, then I'll find out soon. No, but it's not so <laughs> much about finding out. It's, it's about how you would, what you would do in the days leading up to it. No. <laughs> no, I'm good. What if there was something you could do to change that reality? Yeah, that gets messy, man. All right. It's not that yeah. easy. Oh, wow. All right. We're 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 hitting a nerve here. There's a few <laughs> no, consecutive no, no, questions no. <laughs> that have been unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare Hard questions. bring that okay. I don't want to I don't want to deflect. Me. I don't want to deflect. Okay. But the worst and That's the best good. thing. That's good. You go first. The worst, or I'll start with the best. Uh, I would say the best would be consistency, persistence, something like that. Okay keep hammering the just keep coming back like is that that guy again mm -hmm. god damn are we done with him yet <laughs> okay is that guy still there yeah him like that part of it that like i feel like i can get punched a lot i'm not talking about physically yeah. but like get punched a lot and keep coming back so yeah, like that's... almost almost uh Oh, I suppose you, I'm not going to do that thing of flipping that into the worst thing, but it can be unhealthy as well. It could be. To submit yourself to pu the punishment of that. and That could be A and B. And uh, No, I'm not going to do the A and B thing because it's it, a cop-out. It would be sufficient. I'm going to do the A and B thing. All right. Give me, the, give me the worst. The worst aspect, I think, would be... Mm, saying yes too frequently. I'd say one of the worst things is is uh, is that fair? Wait, I, that might be a cop no, out. No, too. no, no, no. I've, no, I've no, got no, one no, similar let, to let, that. No, no, let, no. Let's not both cop out. No, no. This isn't a cop out. Let's not both cop out. I got one. I got one. Stagnance for me would be one of the worst. I sometimes just I have I have a bad habit, and it's it, it would be one of the worst traits because it it bleeds into lots of things of just avoiding and letting things. Not not saying yes to everything, but just not saying anything. But oh god, but I not do that giving too. the answer. I do that too. And, and then just not addressing, sweeping things under the rug. I'll do it tomorrow. Is that procrastination? procrastination. Is that is that it what all it kind is? of wraps into that? That was probably one of the worst things about me. Like how how long did did it take us to to do this podcast? Procrastination is bad, but it might just be a consequence of doing a lot of things. It's it's I struggle with it a lot, so I'm not sure if it's a cop out or not, and I'm not sure I'll if we it. both just copped out because I feel like we can be nastier to ourselves. We did talk about that and that like I'm like oh I can take all this punishment I'm like I just I say yes too much 
Yeah. I'm very upset that that was my answer. <laughs> uh, can't go back. I can't go back? You're done. You, you answered. Oh. Yeah, you're done. Bro. God, you're done, bro. Really? No, this isn't. Uh, all right, fine. I'll think of something before some next conversation to hate myself more. I'll figure something out. I promise I can do better. <laughs> I promise I can do better than that. Okay. Than uh, yeah. whatever the hell I answered there. I would say the best thing for oh, me might be uh, kind of, what would you call it? It's just like a constant high of like good energy. Oh. I'm always pumped and. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, Let's go. I'm always that guy. Yeah. It was, a lot of people see it online and they go, that's got to be a, he's not like that in real life. I'm like, no, I am. Like, I'm, let's go. I'm like that in real life. You're a let's go guy. I'm hyper. Yeah. And I like to bring that to wherever I'm going, infuse it into other people, scenarios, I, I can attest to that. I can yeah. attest to that. And I'll take it a step further. Okay. I think that thing is actually in short supply right now. Oh. And I think you can do whatever you want with it. Okay. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Thank you. You don't, uh, it doesn't have to be youtube.com slash Peter McKinnon. It doesn't have to be Pete's pirate life. Yeah. Actually, that thing right there goes everywhere. It does. I think it's a great starting ingredient for almost all things. Uh, you know, in the mixing bowl. It's, yeah. It's, it's, you put that in the mixing bowl and it's hard to go wrong. It's the starter for the bread. The kids were baking cookies last night. So. Nice. They they took a they took a lint dark chocolate for the chocolate chip cookies and they broke it up and it was actually the you can buy a lint dark chocolate which is salted. I'm not a dark chocolate guy. That doesn't even make sense. You claim uh, to like coffee. That doesn't even make sense. You love coffee. These are the Clown flavors. Claim. These are the bitter flavors that we're looking for. Ah, yeah. No, I'm not looking for those flavors. Anyway, they put salt in it. That was a thing. That probably tastes great. They put salt. How much? Salt. No, no, no. I'm saying Lint puts salt in the chocolate. It's oh. a salted chocolate. I don't know if you've experienced or of seen course. something like this. Okay. Fantastic. So then you take the salted chocolate, you break it up into pieces, you put it into the chocolate chip cookie. It's a great place to go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the one. Sea salt inside the chocolate. Oh, yep. Shopper's Drug Mart right there. It's a, oh, whole, yeah. it's a whole <laughs> yeah. time. They got a whole aisle for those. Yeah. That's a whole time right there. I could so. eat one of those little thin, thin rectangles. It's the in, shape. In like two bites, bro. You ever yeah. get into food? It's great. Yeah. You got into it. Yeah, I love, yeah. To what extent? Well, my wife and I started another secret Instagram account <laughs> taking pictures of food. Yeah. You got a weird Instagram thing going on, you know that? I just love taking photos. Is man. it a secret? It's gone now. It was. Oh, okay. But uh, I just love taking Wait photos. Wait a second. And I Wait love taking photos second. of food. Can we slow down here? You're throwing a lot out there. Also, one of my best friends is, a, is a, an award-winning, best-selling chef. So. Oh, yeah. So you're that, you're throw, throwing throw a lot of things. Too. You're just throwing these things. Yeah. I'm like fireworks, man. It's Before going, they dissipate in the air, you got to grab them for the next one. You're throwing the things out. Okay, first of all, you had an Instagram account, which is now gone. Why does it have to be gone? Um, too, It was just too many things. We had kids, and then we couldn't find time to cook and photograph all that stuff, and it just wasn't a priority Those for are us. wild, aren't they? Yeah. They can be. <laughs> Those kids? That's, that's, that's actually when it stopped. Because it was just like, hey, babe, can you make something epic and I can take photos of it? No. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> there it is. That was fun. 
That was fun. Is this a metaphor for the entire relationship? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> no. I had the easy job, man. She would do all the prep, all the cooking, style it, garnish it, no. and then she'd be like, it's done. I'd be like, I'm joking. See ya. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm having fun here. Yeah. I'm just joking. It was, yeah, she's a but great, why did you feel great the, cook. Why did you feel the need to delete it, though? Um, I, 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 no, I'll tell you. So it, it turned into kind of, we stopped doing photos of food. And start doing more like home decor stuff and and lifestyle images and um, interior design stuff like that. So less and less food, and then uh, it just became more of her thing. She's an interior designer, so it just kind of didn't have a place anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all. So the account didn't get deleted; it just transitioned it just into something else. Something else. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no. The reason I was asking you is because I've often. I like food. Uh, I like food. I and eat I like... it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying that like the the long lost project that hasn't happened yet. I would love to do something in food, but I don't necessarily want to make the food. I just want to eat the food. I would watch that. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Just want to get the food. Eat I would, the food, I would talk love, about the food. I would love to be like the co-host of a show like that. Mm. You know, okay, like Jimmy Fallon, like uh. looking over at you know the roots and being like just those confirmatory responses and remarks. Oh, nice! I would like to be that guy for your show. Yeah, I mean, I like. I think it's just uh, it's sort of similar to what, uh, like from a formatting perspective. Yeah to technology products, but actually the reaction is stronger. There'll be times where I would eat something and I'd be like, listen, we're going to need to take a minute here and talk about this. Yeah. What just happened to me? We're going to have to discuss that. Are we starting another channel? Oh man, I'm starting 300 different channels. You see, this is the problem right here. And then we're saying like, oh, the worst thing about me is I'm saying yes, I'm doing <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, no, food is one that, Food's really cool, but there's also so many great channels, food-related channels that are out there. I so think, I think what I mean, makes this, this cool, this, this dude just made a six-hour double cheeseburger. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Willie Dude just had to open the main page. But I think what makes it, it fun is that people, they like your reaction and personality. To, so to see that applied to something like this, mm. there's got a lot of potential for that and reaction specifically. When yeah. You, when you go off on something, it's... It's a good time. Yeah. I mean, that might, that might ignite, that might light a little flame right there if uh, all of a sudden I hit some. 72 know. hour beef Wellington. Yeah. If I got, if I ate the beef, you know, he, uh -huh. it's a crossover collab, me and Alvin, and he uh, FedEx overnights the 72 hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I'll snap the photos. It's not going to happen. You, 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 ever, you ever think, like, Sometimes it's more fun to think of of channels and videos than it is to actually make them. Yeah, because then they 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 remain kind of like that fantasy, like oh that'd be cool, that'd be and cool. The, the fun part of it never becomes unfun. Mm. And the work goes into it, and then you know all the logistics of actually making it happen can sometimes take away. Were you always like this? What like? Were you always motivated or was there a point in time where you were really uh, like 
couldn't figure out what you were going to do next. What did you have a stage in life at a particular age where you weren't doing much or were you always rapid fire? I was always pretty rapid working. fire. Working. Dude, I, I had my first job was for the Garden Brothers Circus, washing the elephants and selling snow cones. I'd ride my bike there. I feel like I've been to that circus. <laughs> you probably have. Right. <laughs> the entertainment giant. Holy cow. Yeah. And uh, what age was, would that have been? I wasn't even out of public school. Maybe wow. It might have been grade seven. That sounds mo way more exciting than uh, I'm pretty sure delivering newspapers. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. But oh, right. Yeah. Not back then. How old? How can they? Can they <laughs> how pay old you? are you? <laughs> can they pay you when you're when you're when you're that small? <laughs> I'm guessing it's cash too. Right? They oh, gave yeah. You, yeah. oh they yeah. They gave you free tickets to come to the circus whenever you like. Yeah. I saw that show so many times. It was great though. I've always I've always been like that. And then getting right into the magic industry and doing shows and walking into like a corporate event and your job was to make everybody like you and be on and give that performance. You know, doing stand-up shows, stand-up comedy, doing stuff like that. That whole entertainment world was half my life. You, just, it's always kind of just been go, go, go. You were doing stand-up? Yeah, I opened for a friend of mine. I was horrible. I just wanted to see what it was like. I was like, can I, can I do like 10 weeks of stand-up before your show opens? And he's like, sure. Did you just say 10 weeks? Yeah. That doesn't seem like an experiment. Like was maybe I, one I knew, time. I knew I wouldn't be able to get it done in one shot. And I needed some time to try different things. So I did Wait a second. Weeks. Were you doing stand-up or you, you, were you doing magic? I was doing stand-up. He was doing magic. I just opened for him. Whoa. Just trying to figure it out. Some days I'd plan things. Some days I'm like, I'm not going to plan anything. I'm just going to show up and see what happens. And then one night something would go great. And I'd apply that to the next night. Nothing. That's like fascinating. Started reading some books on comedy and then quickly realized... This is an avenue that is, requires a lifetime of skill or a very, very, you know, someone who's just a lot of discipline. naturally funny. Oh, right. And, or and they're, you're just meant for this. Sure. I was like, I'm, this isn't something I'm just going to read in a book and be able to do. Um, but yeah, I've always been in that entertainment field. So go, go, go for the most part. Always had different ideas of how I wanted to make money. I knew that the ultimate goal was not have a boss. What age did you realize that? Almost immediately. I've like I went through so many jobs just just to just to be stepping stones to get to where I am now. Like every type of retail job, every type of restaurant job, every type of landscaping job, just like a means to continue supporting my passions and do what I want to do. Um, and then it got lucrative. Then it got into yeah. You know, stock photos and running into model homes, snapping photos, and then selling those online and buying my first car. Well, and and that makes me think about YouTube, how YouTube really changed things as far as social media was concerned by connecting some economy to it. Yeah. Like by integrating that partner program to it. Because when I start on YouTube, like I said, 10 years. Mm -hmm there was actually no way to make money. Oh yeah. It like didn't it, exist. It was it was Ten like years, it eh? was like a lot of other social media where the feeling was that if you could cultivate a following then opportunities would arise, but there was like no baked in consistency to something like uh like AdSense, right? There yeah. there was no model for that. And then when the partnership program started rolling out, like I I 
can't, I won't forget the moment when like my channel became real, accepted to that program, at which point it's like, oh, okay, this is a job now. Oh, this is real now. This is real life. Like you could say, and it would probably be funny to look at what stage the channel may have been at at that moment. Yeah. Uh, you started in your living room too, right? Who didn't? Yeah. Who didn't? Yeah. Especially then when I was doing, I, I actually had a whole, uh, maybe like a whole year where the studio was my master bedroom closet. Can, we see, can we see Lou in his, in his living room? Uh, you have ba you have basement. You have I mean you have so many different stages of I mean look at that ten look at you weren't even look on at camera. These, look at these no, thumbnails. No, bro. and just to say actually just to when you see the ten years ago on it, do you know what I mean? Wow, like you're not used to seeing double digits. No. On the upload date. I'm not used to seeing such budget looking thumbnails from your channel. <laughs> That's what ten years will do to you. Yeah. Do you remember? Those would have just been screenshots probably from the camera, right? You weren't taking well, actually, thumbnails. Well, actually, actually, the ability to upload a custom thumbnail was not non-existent unless you were accepted into the partner program. Oh, so I, did you buy like a little, a little light tent where you'd put the mouse inside and snap a photo? I had all kinds of different gadgets over the years. Uh, different scenarios. Wow, look at you. It's crazy, man. That's a bedroom. That's a uh, a master bedroom converted. So I had to explain oh, to everybody. Look at my shirt. Look at my T-shirt. <laughs> it's like a worn out. <laughs> That's a company that my brother used to work for. That's insane. What's in the container underneath the display? I'm just kind of thinking like snacks. Anyway, we don't need to spend too much time here. But it's it was, cool, though. It's cool going back well, and seeing well, it. Well, actually, what I think is significant about that era is the, that you could get views on content that wasn't produced. Yeah. Like, to, to showcase the supply and demand difference and how the ecosystem has allowed the progression of the type of content. Because a lot of people think, well, certainly when you talk about the likes of Google and Facebook and all the... The whole internet that's ad subsidized, because Apple recently has got real vocal about your privacy and tracking and things like this. But I try to imagine an internet where there was no money to be made, where there was no ad subsidy in the first place. Like it would have been very difficult for yeah. me back then to make a profession out of this with no partner program, which of course relied yeah. on pre roll. Which is mm -hmm. like how Google give, gave away Gmail or whatever else it might have been. And there was nobody reaching out eight years ago to say there was no way to have this job outside of that system existing. And now a lot of other social media has sort of copied it. Mm -hmm. And certainly people, as the space has matured, have found ways to create businesses that don't necessarily rely on pre-roll in the way that they would have at that point. But this was the type of uh, justification necessary to stick with it. That at some point you had to get paid something for it to keep yeah. to keep doing it, or to to invest resources into it, or to potentially hire people, or to potentially upgrade equipment, grow or, it in any fashion, in any way. Yeah. And we ju we just take for granted the professional internet now. Yeah. Like the reason that it all isn't just a forum, a giant forum. <laughs> PHPBB forum. Like we, we, <laughs> we may have some nostalgic kind of feelings about that, 
and and long for it. But in reality, like the internet was terrible. The inter- yeah, there wasn't much to it. It was, it was Napster, GeoCities, Geo Angel Fire. Oh yeah, it was not a lot going remember, on. Remember that? If you Yikes. if you just subbed in the ten year ago or twenty ten internet on us today, I mean, people wouldn't be ready for it. Back to the circus. That have yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's go sweep up. You got that paper route still? <laughs> let's go sweep up. So. It's like, uh, I don't know, there's a, there's a bad rap that goes with it, but I'm telling you right now, pretty much everything that you watch online that is of a particular standard or has progressed in such a way has done so off the back of these programs existing as a pay- place to publish stuff. Like, look at all the other social media. They didn't pay you anything. Instagram, yeah. you have these hot Instagram accounts. Yeah. I mean, I know you can sell sponsorships and things now, but you're supplying all this content. But the company, yeah. And and the value generation is mostly for the platform. Like, it didn't have to be the way it was on YouTube. Because I don't know about you, but, like, in the early days, the AdSense was the thing. Yeah. Yeah, when, the, I, when I started, it was, it was already there, obviously, because I've only been doing it half the time you have. Right. So I didn't have to go through having a channel that wasn't monetized. Publishing. And I hadn't even chosen to make it. Okay, so... <laughs> See that puzzle like Chris Ramsey, that short right there? Oh, yeah, there you go. 1.4 million. He was doing that while we were on the phone trying to come up with a title for my short. And when he was finished, he's like, by the way, while we were doing that, I filmed and uploaded a short, and it's got 1.4 million views in the time it took you to make a title. I feel I was like, like what? He's like, the worse I make them, the better they do. I'm like, oh, I'm no. like, I gotta get a thumbnail. He's like, no thumbnail. He's no like, thumbnail. I, just, I upload it, I spit on it. I don't even, it's over. The more you try, yeah. the worse it is. That's bad for someone like me because, like, I, that's, that's what I do. You try. The production value Stop is, trying, is what you? I like. I, I can't. I couldn't upload something without a thumbnail. <laughs> I just couldn't. I think puzzle content works well for shorts, though. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, it's just that's like, actually a great short. Let's watch the short right now. Oh, Newton's gravity-defying puzzle. Is there audio to go with it? Yeah, play the audio, Will. Oh, okay, my bad. But here's the catch: you can't touch the brown cylinder. You gotta take the red piece out. Okay. You can try using your hands all you want as long as you don't touch the brown cylinder. And even with really sticky hands, it doesn't work. There's actually only one way to get it out of there without cheating. And this is how it works. Like this video and subscribe if you want to see more puzzles. No, he just films it in like 20 seconds. 1.4 million. It's absurd. Yeah. He's like, dude, you got you to gotta try making some of these shorts, man. It's fun. Like, just do it. Just, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll turn my camera over. He's like, just use your phone. Right. I'm like, oh, dude, you, yes. I, you, don't, you can't say that to me. Yeah. He's like, use your phone and don't, and don't upload a thumbnail. I'm like, oh, I can't be a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> what? User gen. It has to have a user gen look to it. It's like going back the other way. It's, pe- you know, yeah. people are looking for stuff that looks. Yeah, look, look at this page right less here. Less produced. Yeah. Right? You look at that. It looks like YouTube from 10 years ago. You look at that F-150 Lightning thumbnail I have on mine. It's too good looking. 
It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's too good looking. It's scary. Yeah. I can't click on that. I can't I can't not do it. <laughs> Look at that. It's a great thumbnail. You only see custom thumbnails for a short on desktop. You will not see them anywhere that shorts are actually served to you, is what they told me. Right. But do you feel like in a weird way, when a person sees a thumb presented like that, that they might think they're getting a video and not a short because they quickly like just look at it and they see a landscape thumbnail. It's potential, yeah. And they're like, oh, this is going to be a Peter McKinnon video. And then they got like a 40 second. The next one that um, that we'll be putting out, I, I could just let it go and see what happens. Mm. Just cringe. Cringe just thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where things are going to go. I know that I'll be here for a bit. I think you will be too. I would agree. I just have uh, one more thing for you. What's that? Before we get the hell out of here. Yeah. What would that be? What do you want to say to the people out there that have supported you and helped you get to this point? And what do you want to say to the people who you, who you just met? To the people that support me? You've got my, you've got my, which camera do I look at? This one? Is this hot one? No, right here, right here, right here, right here. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I mean, there, you, you can't do this. I, I can't do this with Lou laughing at me. Thank you. Um, you can't do it without the people. You can't do it without the people. So thank you to, uh, thank you for your time. It's the, it's the most rare commodity that we have. And uh, I'm thankful that you give it to me. So appreciate you. And for the people that are just tuning in, let's go. Pumped. Lovely. Watch, watch some videos. Watch some shorts. Let's hang out. Oh, thanks, by the way. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me. Oh, I haven't moved in like two hours. <laughs> I have to go pee. This is what bending I'm feels like. I'm not about like. to race anybody there. I'm going yeah. to pee first.